Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back, baseball family. As you know, we got Jesse Cole here. He's the owner, CEO, and Yellow Tux wearing premier banana, chief banana of the Savannah Bananas. How's that? Is that a good bio for you? I think, yeah, I've also heard ringmaster. Um, so Very some cool. Mascot. Uh, some people think I'm an intern. I'll really take anything. I'm just happy to be with the bananas. <laughs> I thought, you, honestly, the first video I saw, I didn't know who you were. I was like, that guy in the yellow tux, that's awesome. That's sweet. They have an MC. But yep. No, I yeah, dig it. I'm I dig, also the MC. I, I, I do a little bit of everything. I'm not your typical owner. Let's put it that way. That's yeah, cool. That's awesome. So a few years ago, my late wife and I went down to Savannah to see your show and or game or what and we're, we're going to get into that and we had a blast we're we're up near wofford college actually i'm in upstate south carolina and we uh we hit we drove all the way down just to see it we got the last two available tickets of the entire season planned our trip around when we could come and see you and she was a huge huge fan of yours just loved everything about you read your first book loved it entirely and said brig we got to go down and see these guys and then she got a chance to meet you um, you were incognito in the team shop when we were bouncing around the team store and you were doing a little secret shopping. And she said, is she, this, the way I heard the story was she approached you and said, are you Jesse? And you're like, Shh, yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so je, je, I think it's important to establish like, yes, a great story, but you really are involved soup to nuts, top to bottom. You want to make sure that everything you're doing and everything that's going on is on brand for you and your organization. I we applaud that. It's wonderful. No, oh, thank you. And you know, I learned so much from Walt Disney. I mean, he did the same thing. He would go undercover. He would walk the park and try to understand what the guests wanted. And he always would go and say, "Whenever I go on a ride, I'm always asking what's wrong with this thing and how could it be improved." So yes, I go undercover. I walk. I walk the stadium, walk the park, and try to get a feel for how do we make the experience better. Yeah, it's it's really neat. It's really special. Um, we know that you're doing an amazing job, and we know that a lot of people are experiencing your version of baseball, your brand of baseball, in lots and lots of different ways. One of the questions that I keep having and that keeps coming up is, how are purists interacting with with banana ball, with the Savannah Bananas version of baseball? Well, my dad was a purist. Um, our coaches were purists. Um, a lot of our players were purists. I think everybody that starts as the game, you you know, that's what you grow up as. You play the game the way the game is supposed to be played and you understand right. the traditions and the rules and what it's all about. But as you start to see what's happening with the game and, you know, major league games getting longer and, you know, less kids falling in love with the game and you ask kids who their favorite athlete is and none of them are major league baseball players and you start to see what the game is changing. And so like any entrepreneur or business person, I just saw – I saw something and I realized very important when you're playing the game, it's a lot of fun. But when I sat and watched the game for the first time, I caught myself being bored. And I think the greatest innovators, the greatest inventors, the greatest pioneers, they create something that they would be a fan of. And so basically I've been on a mission to create something that I'd want to watch. 
to be honest, guys, even playoffs right now, I can't watch baseball. It's just <laughs> I, I don't have an interest in it. But I can watch banana ball because you never know what's going to happen. There's going to be some crazy highlight or, you know, backflipping catch or umpire doing a dance strikeout call or a pitcher doing a dance into a pitch. It's going to happen almost every hitter. And so I'm intrigued. Yeah. What's going to happen next? Where in baseball, we've seen all that. So I'm just trying to yeah. create some I'd be fan of. And luckily, we found millions of people that also enjoy it as well. Yeah, you literally millions, right? And that's that that leads into my next question because so we drove five plus hours just to come see you guys, and now you're taking your show on the road. You've got a 2021. You did a one seat one city world tour, which was brash and wonderful. I loved it. And then 2022, it was what was it? Twelve cities or something like that? Seven. But thank you for the extra five. I'll oh, take those. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> and now it's what thirty three. Five right? cities where people are like, oh my gosh, we missed them. Yeah, yeah. 30, and, and, 33 cities this this next coming year and uh, 20 states and close to half a million fans. Yeah, you're gonna, you're coming right down the street from us. We're planning on going. You guys are here in April. So we're, uh, we're which, excited. Which Steel Stadium? Peoria, Arizona. Ah, yes, yes. Hitting the spring training in Arizona. We're excited for that. Great response, yeah. too. Arizona's been very hot for tickets. Oh, I bet. I see I see Savannah shirts all over the place. There was a whole family walking around Savannah shirts at my son's Little League game the other day. I was like, man, where'd you guys go see him? He's like, I don't know. My parents went and brought me this shirt. I was like, oh, okay, right on. <laughs> yeah. cool. you know, again, but, seven years ago, we were sleeping on an airbag. Seven years ago, we only sold right. a couple of tickets. My, my wife and I got the call. We had to sell our house. We were down to our last dollar. And to see... You know, we're doing hundreds of orders every single day all over the world. We have an entire merch department. We have a new warehouse of all merchandise. And I've heard it's more than NFL teams and some major. It's it's crazy. Um, but again, that's never been the goal for us. Our goal is always to make baseball fun and now create the greatest show in sports. And uh, to see shirts all over the world, it's really, really special. That's awesome. So you guys started out as, did you start out as the premier team or did you start out as the as the collegiate wood? No, we started. Yeah, the lowest level possible. You know, you got major league, triple A, double A, high A, rookie ball, single, you know, all the way. We were college summer baseball. So we started off at college and baseball, but, um, you know, we put together a great squad of players, still made the game fun. Players danced. We had the break dancing coach, the banana baby, the pep band, the banana nanas. We had all of that, um, but we had to play traditional baseball. But because we had fun, we won more. And so we won three out of the six championships, won more games than any team. And uh, after six years uh, in the league, we just said, hey, it's it's time to move on because banana ball is the future and it's what fans want. Okay, so you have done away with the collegiate team. You just have your premier team now. Is that right? Correct. We're all in on okay. banana ball. Every game the bananas play from now on will be our two-hour time. Banana ball, fan ball, fans catching foul ball for outs, batters stealing first, no bunting from now on. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So I actually have a question for you about a banana roll. Have you, do you guys have a rule in place that limits the length of an at-bat? Like the number of pitches for an at-bat? No, no. But because of the way the games and the way our players are training and working out, I mean, our first game on ESPN2 in August, our, the game opened by our pitcher striking out a hitter in 10.5 seconds. An entire at-bat in 10.5 seconds, which is less than what wow. normally one pitches in Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's yeah. really fast. That's crazy. Pitchers work fast. Once the hitters can't get out of the batter's box, you leave out of the batter's box, it's a strike. So they're in the batter's box and the pitchers are quick pitching. That's what it should be too. But yeah. I, I had a thought. So I, I've come up with the idea for the seven pitch at bat where, um, so, you know, obviously after two strikes, just foul balls are foul balls. But what if you took foul balls and added them to the ball side of the count? And then once it's full, you get two foul balls. And then on that seventh, or I guess you get one more foul ball and on that seventh pitch. In your case, it would be go to a sprint. Right. Where is it? The batter has to, or yeah, the batter has to run to second. I understand the sprint rule, but you lost me on like foul balls and other pitches. I got confused. So, okay. So I'm not that so, smart, but I'm 
confused now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a full count, right? And then yeah, from typically count. from there, everybody can foul off however long it takes, right? Yeah. You get one free foul ball, or even on the next foul ball, and then it goes into your sprint. It's, it, oh, you mean on a foul ball they actually run? Yeah, yeah. So if they hit the foul ball, if it goes out of the stadium or whatever, then they can go to second or whatever. Because yeah. I feel like it gets it in, incentivizes the batter to swing the bat on a full count. That even if they get a piece of it, then they've got a chance to get on base. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I'll think about it. One thing I've learned in, in 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 coming up with rules is you confuse, you lose, and less is better. Right. So we're yeah, we're at nine. That. There's a lot of new rules that people throw at me, and I'm very intrigued. But I want people to understand it. And you know, I mean, when you think who can explain the infield fly rule and some of these rules? I mean, Major League Baseball, there's so many rules, and I think it actually hurts fans. I want people to be able to tell what the rules are very quickly. Yeah, we, we do entire segments on rules up. and stats and different things that are obscure that the casual fan has no accessibility to whatsoever. Yeah, yeah we had an umpire in Little League mess up a scoring rule the other day, and it was – anyway. It, it, yeah, it's so tough. I get it. You want to make things – simplicity wins, and I learned this from Steve Jobs. I mean, when he came back to Apple, they had like 20 or 30 different products. He eliminated all but four. You know, he eliminated all but four, and he focused on what he'd be best at. We don't have do any events at our ballpark. We eliminate all of our events. We don't do any sponsorship. We eliminate all the ads from our ballpark. We only have one ticket that we sell. I mean, we try to make it so simple so people can experience what we're the best at. Yeah, and I love the exclusivity of it as well. You, I mean, you got four thousand people. That's max capacity at at your stadium, right? In Savannah, and that's why we've expanded to go to now ten thousand, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand seat stadiums all over the country. Cool. So, there is a game in banana land. Yeah. We're, we're max, max, max capacity, but uh, we've been meeting with major league teams. So we'll still be doing, you know, 35,000, 40,000 and expanding out from there. That's amazing. We're trying to go to Kannapolis when you guys head up here. So that's oh, where Kannapolis. we're waiting. It's closest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah, on a weeknight so. and uh, they're very excited. That demand has been very high too. There might be less than 500 tickets for that game. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as they come out, I want to know. And I'm already signed up on the email list and everything yeah. so that yeah, I so can make sure all, we get It's up. all groups now and K-Clubs. So when people say, how is the game almost sold out? Like I know Scottsdale's probably sold already 5,000. We have a K-Club, which is our exclusive before the lines open up. And we have 4,000. We sold that out. So And then we have groups. So any group, 10 or more. So if you have a group of 10 or more, you can actually secure tickets now. And that's how that's how we're getting to those numbers. And then the pre-sale okay. list, there's tickets available. So that's the ins and the outs of how we're doing it. So you're no. saying that if I don't get in with a group right now, I might not be able to get to a game at Kannapolis because they might max out. I, I would say I would say we could always add another game in Kannapolis. So we're always <laughs> going to try. Our goal is to make sure the list, like for instance, in Sugarland, Texas, the list is 17,000 individuals want to get tickets in Sugarland. Uh, the request for group tickets is over 30,000. So we've already wow. basically sold out what we have so or you have to add other games or find another way to try to at least give the list a shot so we're fair yeah. and that's what we're working on wow. amazing yeah that that's incredible that is amazing. I, I, I have to process that for a minute because that's <laughs> i'm processing it too it doesn't make sense i was told by our president you know we're, we, we just made our live draft announcement two weeks ago which was uh, crazy it shut down our website Twenty eight thousand unique viewers watching it and he told me today 45 percent of all of our tickets are gone I was like, 45%? He's like, I'm like, that's a half million. He goes, yeah, they're already gone. I'm like, we haven't even put tickets on sale. He goes, well, to groups and to the K-Club, they took a bunch. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. That's insane. So, so go ahead, I, Brad. I'm, I'm curious how you're putting together your team then for this. So, like, do you have your just your one team that goes? And 
and I'll get into the party animals in a little bit, but I'm curious about the bananas themselves. Like, how do you find the guys who want to come play with you? Is it, do you have people knocking down your door saying, I want to be a banana? Or do you follow college baseball and find guys who are graduating who aren't going to, you know, get drafted or whatever? Not at first. No one wanted to play for a team named after a fruit. Are you kidding me? A team that dances and named after the fruit? No, not, not, not happening. Now, yeah, we get reached out to by over 1,500 players a year, and we've built a nucleus. So um, we're very fortunate, uh, you know, and, and we're really not putting together one team. We're putting together two teams, and right. everything we do is a test. You know, the biggest thing that I realize is that we're not looking for the best baseball players in the world. We're looking for the most entertaining players in the world, the most fun players in the world. And what I argue what will be the most talented because these guys in their practices, they practice how to do backflip catches, how to catch balls bare hand, how to do through the legs. They work on tricks, pitching, strikeout moves and things that you've never seen before on a baseball field. So they're doing things that I think major leaguers would take time to learn because it's just so against tradition of doing things. So, uh, yeah, we've built a nucleus. I mean, we've got guys who've been on tour with us the last few years who played in our college team. And we brought two or three guys from our college team last year that graduated that, you know, one guy literally never did a backflip in his life and said, I'm going to learn how to do a backflip catch in the outfield. And first game on ESPN, boom, fly ball, center field, goes back, catches the ball like back like this, full backflip and lands it. And I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen on a baseball field. That's amazing. And, and, and these guys are all learning it. And I'm like, they yeah. just learned that in a couple of weeks. I can't wait till next tour. So then he obviously made the team. DR Meadows, he's amazing. Um, and so we're bringing all these guys that are learning these tricks, which is exciting. So we've been following JT Olsen and his MLB. Oh, Jackson? Uh, Jackson, yeah. yeah. And his his tour and everything. And then now he's with you guys. And it's it, he's having a dream come true. Like he's living out all his dreams. So what I see is you're you're giving opportunities for the fans we're experiencing baseball in a new way we're experiencing entertainment in a new way we're experiencing even new cuisine at the ballpark in a totally new way your your trash your trash pail nachos are amazing um or survive can nachos well, or whatever that feeds, that feeds a family of whatever they're like 3500 calories you survive those <laughs> yeah Good. my wife and i did yeah, it was intense. How old do you? Tough night, maybe later at, at the hotel, but okay, I'm glad. glad yeah, you made it. it was super <laughs> tough. <laughs> and when we were down there, by the way, your staff came and they said, we always can find the new person that's never been here before. And my wife and I were both called onto the field to do mid-inning festivities oh, and games wow. and stuff. It was nuts. And they said, we don't know. We just have, we always gravitate toward the people. It's their first time. And, and they were bang on. It was great. So, but my question is, how are you, you must be diversifying your time and your attention in so many ways, because you're, you're producing a terrific show, you're engaging the fans, you're speaking, you're, uh, you're doing this with us, you've got books coming out, you're recording your audio book right now, I've got your book right here, Fans First, I am digging this, I'm not all the way through it, admittedly, but like, where do you get all the time and energy and, and and what does this what does support look like at home for you? Because I know your wife is incredibly supportive and she's all on board all the time. Oh, Emily's amazing. And that that's that's a whole nother story. I mean, we're foster parents as well. So we have two foster daughters, a biological son. We have two four-year-olds and a baby that are just turned one. So our life is uh upside down in a lot of ways. So we were just we had to do a CPR class last year. You have to get you know certified again to be foster parents every year. So we gotta do 40 hours of all that and going into court cases and back and forth and visits. So our life is crazy. And yes, speaking, I'm very fortunate. I'm speaking to billion dollar companies. I'm flying out every week for a day, fly back to be with the kids. Um, but you know, the biggest, I think you asked something you mentioned their energy. Yeah. 
the best thing I've learned, the best thing I've learned is throughout my life and in business and everything I'm doing, when I'm burnt out, when I'm tired, when I'm exhausted, when I'm not in a good mood, when I'm not doing things well, it's very simple. I look at my calendar and what I'm doing is I'm doing things that don't give me energy. Jesse, how do you have so much energy? Well, now I created my energy list and I do things that give me energy. So I look at every given day and I follow through on those. So for instance, my energy list is creating, sharing, and growing. Right now I'm creating, sharing, and growing with you guys. I'm sharing what we're doing. I'm creating something new with you guys. It's going to go out into the world and I'm growing. So I'm learning about you, learning about your audience. And and that's, that's hitting the trifecta. Speaking is the same thing. Talking with our team is the same thing. Every morning, writing down 10 ideas is the same thing. Listening to Mark Cuban, Bob Iger, listening to uh, great creators every morning. That is the growing, creating, sharing. I do that every single day. So that's what fires me up. That's what keeps me going. And for the things that don't give me energy, I hired an executive rock star. And I invest in, I invest all my money, anything that comes in and things that don't give me energy. So I don't look at my schedule. I'm so fortunate. She sends me, Taylor's amazing. Every morning I get a full update. I think I had seven interviews today. So I, boom, I go on, I see it. I got the link. I'm here with you guys and I'm going to rock and roll. I don't need to worry about schedule. I don't need to worry about the details. I don't need to try to find where is the link for this. And so I get to do the things that fire me up. And I think if we all do that, we're going to change the world because we're going to be doing it better than anyone else because we're going to give so much energy to it. And that's what I'm so fortunate to be able to do. And you're translating that to your fans because we all feel like I'm sitting here. I can feel it right now. When I read your book, I can feel it. When I was at the stadium, I could feel it. That How do you get that magic? Well, again, leaders, you know, great leaders are great communicators. Great leaders are repeaters. And I think it's so important. So many people are trying to recruit, 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 recruit. We're all about attracting. I Mm. share and I scream from the mountaintops who we are and what we stand for. I don't know what's in our account right now. I don't know about our revenue, profit, sales. I could care less, but I care about creating fans. I create about creating. I care about creating the greatest show in sports. And I talk about that all the time. And luckily, guys like Jackson Olson and Dalton Malden and all these amazing Jake Peavy and Josh Reddick and Jonathan Papelbon and all these guys that are joining us, they are attracted by it. And once they see it, I think we all want to be around people that have energy and have passion and have love for what they do because it rubs off on us. So if I'm like that, and we attract those people, all of a sudden it's an energy ball that's just coming at you and you're going to feel it in the stadium. And we don't just have 30 player performers, whether we're in Savannah or another bigger ballpark, we have 4,000 or 10,000 people that are part of the show. As you know, everyone danced, Hey baby, everyone's singing. Everyone's a part of the experience. And that's what I think makes our show unforgettable. It's true. I love that's it. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So I have a couple questions for you about the party animals. Do you own that team as well? Or are they somebody else who brought them in to just, be like the Washington Generals for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we we developed that other team. Uh, biggest difference, the Generals, they win. And they're very good. And they beat the Bananas. And it is not a rigged game. So they are very talented. They have some unbelievable players, um, great content producers. And they're going to surprise a lot of people on this tour. And we're going to continue to build them. I think there's going to be cities that want them as their own team. I think we're going to build yeah. something that's going to be very interesting um, because they're they're building fans and they're selling merchandise. And we're going to have full merchandise tents of their stuff this year because of the demand. That's wow. really cool. Because I think I think the idea of the party animals being like the villains and kind of like what you see on what I see on TikTok is like they're like the jerk team, whereas the bananas are obviously like the hometown heroes. Right. I and wouldn't say I love the it. We're over the top. I, we're over still the top. Friendly. They are. Sure. They are. They will have pizzas delivered to the outfield in the middle of the game. They will chug energy drinks from the mound. They, they're crazy. 
is what they do. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic right. though. I I love the energy that they that they yeah. give off. So, do you ever have guys who want to jump over from the party animals to the, to the bananas, or is oh, it like yeah. I'm a party animal through and through? It's it's vice versa now. I mean, again, I think it was tough the first tour because the bananas get all the love. You know, we have the five million social media followers. The party animals don't have that. They're barely starting their social media, so guys know that. And I have to play the part as the owner to give all the love to the bananas. I can't give the love to the party animals publicly because it just goes against our whole storyline, everything we're doing. So it's it's right. tough. But now the party animals have owned that. I mean, we, we're developing unbelievable pink suspender uniforms for them. We got a great partnership with merchandise that's going to be outrageous. We we dolled out their locker in black and pink with strobe lights. And, and so we are sending a lot of love their way. And certain guys just like that. Certain guys are all in on that. But I think uh, there's some bananas that are like, yeah, I'm a party animal. I mean, Eric Burns, for instance, our head coach this past year. We'll see what He's happens. Definitely a party animal. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I yeah. think he may be a party animal. So we'll see what happens. There's a lot of things that are going to come out. And I think, you know, we could have a not only just a mid-season trade, there could be a during game trade that could happen between the teams. We'll see what happens. Oh. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Talk about breaking rules. That's one of your things, right? Like do the opposite of whatever is expected. Do the opposite of what's normal. 100%. Yeah. Whatever's normal, do the exact opposite. No one gets excited. How was your day? Pretty normal. That was a normal day. Yeah. I met the most professional person today. It was so professional. Like we don't get excited about normal. (laughs) We get excited about unique, memorable and different. And so we're trying to own that with everything we do. Well, a mid game trade would, would qualify for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Might might as well tune in this year. We're going to do a lot. We're going to do some crazy things like that. Now you've got tryouts coming on on the 19th, right? You're on your game, man. I think we released that like two hours ago. I'm very impressed. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it's going to be invite only tryout. Um, we're we're trying to be more strategic now, but uh, yes, we will have a special invite only tryout. And you know, for these guys to come on tour for eight months to be superstars, they're legends, and to be paid more than any other minor leaguer. So we're we're paying very well. We're taking care of these guys, and they are rock stars. When they go into a city, people are going to know, and it's special. So we're looking for a few more uh, talented, entertaining players. There, is there, are there any specific positions? Yeah. Go ahead, Brad. Well, I was, just, I was curious if there's anything in particular that you look for in a guy. Is it just the willingness to play banana ball and then also like a, obviously the skill set to be able to play the game at a unique level? Or is it like somebody needs yeah. to come with a gimmick? You know, it, 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 it's flair, it's fun, um, and it's talent. I mean, you have to you, – you can't play the game at a low level. You have to be able to be at the professional level. But what else can you do? Can you do, you know, can you break? Did you have a background in karate? Can you break boards over your head before coming up to bat? You know, do you have a background in dance? Can you do the cha-cha-cha coming up bat? You know, what other skill sets do you have? Um, Juggling, backflips, tumbling. um, You know, what other skill sets do you have that we can combine that? You know, Zach, our director of entertainment, was actually a professional in ballet. And so he almost broke the internet when we had him coach first once because our, our dancing co- uh, base coach wasn't there. And he started doing the whole, all the moves. Well, and people were like, that's the most impressive ballet we've ever seen. And like Jennifer Gardner posted and everyone started posting. So I was like, Zach, I love that. Do it coming up to bat. And he got like, up to bat. And I was like, Zach, can you do a split? He goes, yeah, I can do a split. I was like, come up to bat and do a full split. You'll have the smallest strikes on ever. He does that, then steals first. I was like, Zach, can you do that pitch? He's like, might as well try. And he tried and he didn't get it yet, but he's going to be back. So... We look for those things. I mean, Stilts, when he showed up, he's an average ball player, high school baseball player. He wasn't at the baseball level. But we're finishing the first tryout, and he goes, I brought my Stilts. And I go, oh. And he goes, I, I go, can you hit in them? He goes, I never have. I go, well, let's see. 
And he goes in the batting cage with stilts, starts taking BP and starts hitting the ball. And he made the team because of that. So if you have a skill set and we see it, and now he's a legend. He's got millions of views on all this stuff, pitching, hitting. We put him at first base, struggling at first. He could never get down. <laughs> yeah, <I> can't imagine. <laughs> Didn't work out well. We need to give him a bigger club. But uh, it, it's all part of the experimenting. So we want guys that have one very unique skill set but can also play baseball at a high level, and then we'll see how we can combine them. That's really That's cool because baseball is hard enough as it is. I can't imagine yeah. doing that other stuff. Like, well, yeah, like our trick pitcher, this one guy who literally worked on juggling, can throw strikes through his legs. Can throw and get into a handstand, looking backwards, up upside down, and throw the ball underhand for a strike. It's unbelievable. And Matt Wolf, the trick pitcher, and he was covered in Banana Land, our ESPN series. And you know, of course, you're going to make the team. You're doing things no one's ever done before in a baseball field. You fit right in with us. That's awesome. I have one more question. I'm just curious. Speaking of ESPN, what was it like when an ESPN approached you and said, "Hey, we want you." How did like how did that go and what was that like for you? Well, you gotta stay in the long, you gotta stay in the long journey before until you get to that moment. I mean, uh 2018, the first uh production companies came to us and we signed a contract with them and we pitched and pitched and pitched and pitched and had rejection after rejection and rejection. We had over a hundred rejections. So finally, when ESPN they did a big story on us in 2021, they said they wanted to do a sports center feature. So they brought down David Balanson and Rumor Production Company. They did a seven-minute sports center piece. It was outstanding. Social media went nuts, it took off. And then we started pitching ESPN, cover us for a whole tour, see what happens. Nah, we've never done anything like this. This is your name. You're not Tom Brady. You're not Derek Jeter. You're not Michael Jordan. I know, but we're the bananas. And so sent videos in, try to connect with them, try to connect, try to connect. And I remember I was riding to lunch with my, uh, with my wife, Emily. And all of a sudden from David, the producer at, Bal- uh, at Rumor, he texts us, boom. And I go, call me. He goes, they said yes. I go, no, they didn't. He goes, Jesse, here's the email. They said yes. And I got emotional. I got emotional. Yeah. I mean, four or five yeah. years of this, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I can't believe that ESPN has given this little team in Savannah a chance. And the rest is history. It's one of the biggest shows they've ever done. Uh, huge ratings, done very well. And they're still getting tons of views. And uh, it's pretty exciting to see what's happening. That's very Amazing. cool. Well, Jesse, we know you got to go. You got a bunch of stuff to do. But we want to thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate the energy, the insight, and everything you bring to the table. Is there anything you want to make sure our baseball family knows before you leave? <laughs> just keep making baseball fun you know i think whatever anyone who's playing anyone who's watching let's don't be afraid to challenge the way things are done let's celebrate more let's enjoy the great moments that's what we're going to remember we're not going to remember all the home runs the doubles we're going to remember the time we have with our players our teammates and the fans and so hopefully everyone keep making the game fun and we'll do our best to keep it going as well that's wonderful jesse we'll have you on again but we appreciate your time man thank you so much thank, thank you guys you. a lot of fun Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.